Podcast. I'm Laura Dane Parker. I'm Eleanor Parker. And we are re-watching every episode of Annie McBeal through 2018 eyes, except for this episode, <laughs> where we are actually, you are joining us for a very special bonus episode of Bygones, because mm-hmm. we are not watching Annie McBeal, we are watching a random episode of <laughs> The Practice. And the reason for that is, if you listen to our last episode... Yeah, from uh, when we looked at the inmates, yes. it was the part, it was the first part of a two-part story arc. story arc. Yeah, that starts in Ally McBeal and ends in The Practice. In and this episode of The Practice, otherwise it would be weird for us yes. to be watching it. <laughs> so the episode of the practice that we're watching is called Axe Murderer. Yes, and uh, neither of us have ever seen this. Ever seen the practice or ever seen this episode. This episode of the practice. So, and we were both saying earlier before we started recording and started watching it, like, I can't believe that we didn't, uh, on first viewing of the Ally McBeal episode, and I think, I think... I'm right in saying the next episode of Ally McBeal in the season just doesn't Does mention not reference it at all any, ever again and yeah. like on first viewing of that season like neither of us were like huh I wonder what happened that <laughs> so it's just like bizarre yeah. that we've never even thought to, to figure out what happened track, here track that down yeah, yeah exactly so this was a thrilling experience yeah it really was <laughs> <laughs> I mean wow it's all like I'm Wow. Wow. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> firstly, uh, I guess, Eleanor, do you have anything to say in terms of the practice as a show, what you got from it, from this episode? Well, it felt like a... It felt like daytime TV to me. Yeah. Like, it felt very melodramatic. Yes. It, like, it reminded me a lot of Diagnosis Murder, which yes. was my favourite daytime TV show when I was <laughs> skiving school. Like, um... <laughs> I, I think, like, uh, yeah, it, it's very televisual. I don't think it's shot in a particularly creative fashion. There's a lot of, say, for me... Lots, lots of swipe cuts. Oh, so many swipe cuts. Like, it's every, every cut is a swipe cut. It, to me, so, I might be biased, but I feel like, from re-watching Annie McBeal, and then watching this, it's like, this... The pra- watching the practice, and I know this is only one episode, but I can kind of infer that a lot of the rest of it is of a similar, similar style. Yeah. Watching this, it felt very dated in yeah. a way that the Ali just doesn't. doesn't. Yeah. Um, like there's just in this- the style of it. Yeah. Yeah, and and also, I get the. I mean, I know that the practice is clearly you know you don't get any like sweeping shots of the Boston skyline at night or day no, or anything like that. No. It's all very kind of like we are in the rough side of town yes. kind of feeling. And um it's and as, rugged. Yeah, yeah. and I, I, I'm like, I wonder whether it wouldn't surprise me if the budget for the practice was like half of what Annie oh, McBeal sure. got. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, it, sure. and it kind of shows. Yeah, it I mean? does show. But also they did, they used like, hokey flashback sequences at one point like like black and white weird like animation on it yeah Yeah. um it was yeah it was like someone had put like you know on instagram stories or or snapchat whatever when they put like a no not snapchat you know like on you can get that filter that you put over say um like your webcam on an apple mac laptop and it's like cartoon yeah like that in the flashback and it was just really like oh this is a bit like 90s you know what I mean and it was just like I don't know I mean the practice also has a very different tone to Ali yeah and the thing is any comedy at all no and I expected it to be very serious but it I think I expected more kind of like serious in a you know prime suspect kind of way but yes. it's not it's very melodramatic yes. serious and it comes across to in today's eyes almost like cheesy yeah very cheesy taking itself too seriously way too seriously um, so that was quite amusing yeah it and was and it was funny we only see Ali and Billy from yes, the Ali world. So um, we do go yeah. into Cajun Fisher's office. We do. We don't, we don't see, see any anyone other, other than Billy and Ali. But it's it's just I don't know. It's just weird seeing them in that world. context. Yeah, because it didn't suit them. No. Now, did you? Because to me, one of the notes I have is that Ali doesn't sound like Ali. Yes. 
So I think this is interesting. And even and, Billy, and Billy sounded a bit funny so, as well. So if you think about the Ali episode, the mm. inmates, and you think about what you saw of the practice guys in that episode, they were still written. I feel like I could the characters were similar were the same it was the same like character voices across Mm. both episodes but it was almost like someone else was writing Ali and Billy in an episode who never met them before yeah like the wrong words were coming out of their mouths and 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 said in the wrong way yeah and even like I felt like Ali's tone was lower. I didn't think that like it's like she was playing a different character. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was like she was a different character almost. Like it was the only sort of thing that made them that it was like. I think Callista was like, oh, this is a different part. Yeah, you know? almost. Yeah, very, very. Like there were hints of Ali McBeal in there, yeah. but like practically could have been a stand-in for anyone. Yeah, just on the case. Yeah. Like, it didn't feel like Ali was no. actually in the show Because in in, Al- in the Ali McBeal crossover episode, the Ali McBeal characters are being, like, super, super Ali McBeal kooky. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you get the, the practice guys come in, and they are being their, like, gritty urban selves and just, like, flabbergasted at all this kookiness. Yeah. But then you don't get the kind of reverse culture shock the other them, way. Yeah, going into the like these kooky characters going into like they don't the come across well. remotely like I'm kooky. not saying that all Ali has to offer is kooky like there's more to them yeah. than that but it was it just there wasn't the same oh two worlds meet vibe no, like no, at, not all. at all like not they just all. could have been any lawyers yeah they really could have yeah 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 it was very strange and like and if you think about the goal of the crossover episode to like propagate audiences across both shows mm. like I don't know if I would have watched that practice episode being a practice viewer and being like well I must go and check out Ali no you know and and also like same I mean I felt like being in what seeing Ali and then watching that episode of the practice I wouldn't have then been like I'm gonna carry on watching the practice because yeah. The thing is all the stuff around so obviously we follow the case well, we pick like, back up, because at the end of the Anna Beale episode, they're like, okay, it's going to go to trial. Yes. And then we're straight in trial. In for trial, yeah. yeah. And, but all the scenes around this trial that involve the other practice cast members yeah. is just really like, no context is really given for those the storylines happening in those. Well, I forgave that a little bit because I thought maybe these were continuations of storylines that have been seeded in previous episodes. Oh, yeah, no, no, yeah. it is. Yeah. But it's like, if you're if doing a crossover... Over, yeah, yeah. Uh, if, if, uh, like you said, if the whole point of this crossover is to encourage people to watch the practice more, yes. yeah. then I, I think it was a bit of a silly decision to not have maybe just a separate storyline. Like a self self contained. Yeah. yeah, exactly. To 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 go side by side with the Got trial yeah. Yeah. rather than continue something that was clearly started in a previous episode yeah. and will end in a in another episode. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, in a future episode. Like yeah. and it just because I was just like, I mean, I chiropractor, I, what yeah. is going on? Like, I wouldn't mind a, a story. What I, I could understand the decision to make a story continue past that episode because you want people to watch like the next episode, yes, but yeah. to like just Start come in midway. It, yeah, yeah, because yeah. you are midway. Yeah, because my so. I don't know what's going on. Like I've watched the episode, but I I know that they're going undercover with like a crooked chiropractor. Yeah. But I don't quite know why. Okay. Um, I don't. Yeah. Uh, I uh, the subplot is the the Eleanor character uh, is is dating. Well, shall we shall we crack into it? And then yeah. We'll okay. Yeah. All right. Otherwise, yeah. we'll just be like going on the going subplot. <laughs> So let's let's start from the beginning, I guess, and try and hit the like yeah. main beats. So the first thing we noticed is that it was aired on the same day because I think in the last episode we, we weren't, weren't sure. sure. No. We've confirmed since that basically they ran back to back yes. on Fox yes. um, because I mean that's the best possible chance you'd have for getting people to stay watching. Yeah. So they start off in there, and I was like, my first note was, oh, they're in Cajun fish. Like yeah. great. we're not too far away from home. And uh, Billy, Billy and Ali, yes. They are... They're the only Cajun, yeah, um, characters from Ally McBeal to cross over. 
And they're discussing the how they're gonna defend uh, Marie Hansen from the, mm-hmm. the the kind of murder case that they picked up last episode, and they are gonna go with this Lizzie Borden theory. Mm. So if you're not sure what we're talking about there, I recommend you listen to our last episode. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, uh, they're not just gonna say she blacked out. They're gonna really go for actually the whole she Lizzie, Borden. She was Lizzie Borden. Yeah. Um, past life thing yes and then Ali finishes the kind of cold open by reciting the Lizzie Borden rhyme that you talked about last episode yeah but changing it going Lizzie Borden took an axe gave her mother 40 wax born again in 61 (laughs) killed her husband just for fun yeah but she says it in a really kind of monotone (laughs) kind of semi creepy way like the way she actually Lizzie Borden. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, oh my god. And then she like finishes and goes, Sounds good to me. Like she signed off on the whole like strategy. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, that made me laugh. And then yeah. we were into the titles of the practice, which were completely new to me. Oh my god. And they were so like <laughs> urban Boston. Like, Black white. Yeah. yeah. It felt like the Annie Mobile titles in terms of like style of animation sort of thing but it was but, all kind of black and white and grey bluish tones yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah um yeah it was like someone took the animate build template and put like black and white filter on it and then just changed the yes. names and the music and it was all very <laughs> yeah. yeah just urban yeah um, and yeah and the little uh yeah that was it was funny to see that because i was like oh this is weird it like, was so 90s yeah. Yeah. it was so 90s so yeah so then the next Scene they're discussing that it's we we go straight into characters from the practice that I wasn't familiar with, no. and they're like doing something with like a hidden camera, yeah. And like, that was the point that we were like some huh? kind of what? undercover thing, <laughs> yeah. Not sure, what. we weren't sure what was going on yeah. there. But then the next scene set in an Irish pub, which I thought was funny, <laughs> it's like a bit of Boston we don't normally see yes, from yes, Page and Fish, yeah. Um, and Eleanor, who I recognize as a character from we saw her briefly in the anime. Oh, she's episode. the character that Richard tried. To, to get her yeah, bottle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she is in a booth in this pub with some guy and she's t- kind of telling them about the case, which I'm pretty sure, I mean, she does mention that she could get into trouble for telling yes, this like, level yes. of detail. So I was like, well, so stop saying it then. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he is kind of giving her... I mean, he's asking her, uh, well, it becomes clear that she's dating him because he starts asking, like, why they've not had sex yet. And at first I was like, someone give you a crap about not having sex. (laughs) (laughs) But then she um, kind of reveals kind of more vulnerably that, you know, she's scared of taking her clothes off which um, I felt really sad for her in that moment. Yeah, because I think we should say that Eleanor is played by an actress who is we'd describe her as, like, plus size. And, oh, for sure, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. She's not Ali McBeal, sort of Waste. skinny. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes. So, yeah. So she's going, like, taking my clothes off for the first time. It's not easy for me. Yeah. And I, yeah, and I was just like... And you could see it took a lot out of her that. to admit that. She comes across as quite a, like, bolshy yeah. lady yeah. otherwise. So I imagine it's hard for her to kind of admit that kind of a vulnerability. Yeah. So, but then he's really sweet with her and he makes her feel a lot better. I yeah, feel. he's like, like he, he's he, like, he handled that in the way, you know, you'd if you were to. ever going to admit something like that to yeah. a significant other, this is the way you'd want them to respond. Yeah, because he's like, D- you know, have I ever made you feel like I'm not attracted to you? Do you think I'm not attracted I to you? I am attracted yeah, to exactly. you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's sort of um, stroking her ear or her hair or something yeah, on the side yeah. of her face while, whilst, and then they kiss and it's very sweet. So I was yes. like, I started off being like stop asking like demanding sex and then I was like oh okay you, you're nice so you're okay, okay fine well, that's fine maybe I've misread this <laughs> I've yes. misjudged you I'm sorry <laughs> um so then we have a scene with Ali and Bobby um meeting with Marie yes um and they're kind of discussing their strategy and saying they're going to leave the Lizzie Borton thing out of their opening in order to maintain credibility and then just introduce it as mm, part of the questioning yeah. later and the first note that I have is like Ali. This is we've alluded to this already, but like Ali is way more serious. Yeah, than then this before. is when I'm like, is her voice deeper? Than I was like, normal? what? Like, I don't understand. Yeah. like she would not normally. If this was Ali McBeal, her voice would be a slightly higher register. Yeah. than it is, and it's just a bit weird. Yeah, it's just weird. So then um, Eleanor comes back to the practice offices. I don't know what the name of the practice is. No. I didn't catch it. I think from what I saw on the front door of their offices, it's like 
four of the lawyers like names you know like we've got cage and fish where they've yeah. got four partners and it's like one after the other i guess one of them's donald, donald? yeah but i don't know all the names the so i couldn't and yeah. they never mention it but basically okay. she comes back to their offices and you know she's talking about how love is amazing and yeah. like she's so happy um and then she makes a funny joke i thought was funny about like when are we painting because they're, they're all like oh when are we going to get to meet this like mystery man yeah. and she's like how about when we paint the walls yeah. which is a callback to the previous episode yeah when richard was like you'll get money for this case you yeah. can even paint the walls yeah, yeah. um so i thought that was her uh, like funny like little yeah throwback to the previous episode yeah so then we're in court yeah and the trial has started yeah, and there, um, a police officer who found Marie at the the outside her home looking for her cat is on the stand. He's played by Daniel Day Kim, who played Jin in Lost and was also in Angel. Okay, I didn't watch either of those. I watched oh, the first series of Lost. I watched both all the way through, and they are both great. great. So yeah, yeah, Daniel, yeah, because I was like. I that's Daniel Day Kim and I had to look him up and I was like it is Daniel Day Kim I noticed he had wonderful cheekbones oh cheekbones jawline yeah jawline lovely brain structure lovely brain structure lovely brain structure so yeah he's saying that he found her outside looking for some cats her cats she was saying Um, and then we get this like this flashback that I was talking about the animated like filter black and white of him finding her in her nightgown that we saw at the beginning of the I Am A Beal episode Um, and he's like she was covered in blood I led her inside and she was like like, oh god, there's loads of blood here, and they're like, she she was saying that something happened to my cat, and then she starts. They see the so body. He, well, he takes her inside, yeah, doesn't he? That's takes what her I mean. inside yeah. the, the house, yeah, and then he's like, and then he sees the body of of the husband, and it's like, oh shit, and she sees it, and she starts freaking, freaking out. out. Well, he starts, said it was awful. You couldn't tell whether it was a male or female. Yeah, like, like he really extensive, and and he hacking. had to physically restrain her because she just completely lost the plot and then really. he asked her if she rec- if, who it was and she was like it's my husband and then she said i, I must killed, have, oh, yeah. i killed him yeah um so yeah so that's that and then billy has a turn to like cross-examine and he's sort of asking whether the policeman thought that she believed that she had a cat because he basically establishes via the policeman that she, she didn't, didn't actually one. have a cat and he was like so do you believe that she believed that she had one even though she didn't yeah. and the policeman goes well yeah yeah, yeah. she was adamant Convinced that, she had, that a cat. she had a cat so yeah so then we have this that they've kind of adjourned court and the uh, sort of our guys are all going back to sort of behind the scenes or whatever ante room they have as like mm. a place to prepare and they're like great this is all lined up perfectly for getting the doctor on the stand and they're with the doctor and the doctor is still if you remember dr peters, peters from the previous episode um in ali he's still worried about his reputation this has been his line the entire time like i if i get up there and tell you the jury and the media that i believe that she, she had, a, had past life. a past life and that she thought she was lizzie borden and then my credibility is shot to pieces so they he's still nervy about doing it for that reason and they try and reassure them that you know we're we're protecting you, we're going to try and make it, we're going to give you the chance to explain that you didn't believe it either, like, yeah. you understand how ridiculous yeah. this sounds. Um, that you but, started from a place of scepticism yes. too. Yeah. But they're saying, like, you know, it's, it's and, and he goes, do you think it'll make a difference? And Bobby says, well, it's, there's a very, he basically says there's a big risk that it won't make a difference and there's a slim chance it will work, but without it, she would definitely, she definitely be going for life. Yeah. So, it's all we've got, basically. Yeah, yeah. So then we have Bobby crossing, um, sorry, Bobby questioning the doctor on the stand. Yes. Um, and he explains all the background about how uh, she came to be treated by him. You know, she had anxiety. Kind of like all the things yeah. that we learned and in then, Ali. Yeah, and then he tried hypnotherapy. And he, <laughs> that was when he found out that she was Lizzie this Borden. Past life. That's her yeah. past life. He even then says, like, I got her to sign her name and took it to a handwriting expert who said it was a match for Lizzie Borden. And I was like, really? Uh, that feels like a bridge too far. I, I mean, don't know. it's interesting. Like, I, uh, I think, I don't know what to make of that kind of stuff. Like, I think that there are stories that do have... I'm rolling my eyes. Weird, <laughs> weird things that don't, 
make much sense how that person would know. Yeah. But yeah, the handwriting thing does feel like a slight stretch. <laughs> anyway, the moment he said Lizzie Borden, the jury are like, <laughs> and the Taking judge's note like, of quiet, that. quiet. And I thought she was saying, write it down, but what she was saying was, quiet down. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, write that down. <laughs> and Annie and Billy look happy because this is the reaction they wanted the jury to have. Like, oh my God, she thought she was Lizzie Borden. There's a possibility that she, yeah, she did wasn't it, didn't responsible. Mean to. Yeah. yeah. So then we're back with Eleanor and she is uh, Hi. Met, yeah, not this Eleanor, Eleanor in the um, in the practice. Yeah. And she has her boyfriend has met her in the office and like meets one of her colleagues. I don't I didn't catch her name. Yeah. Um but basically um, they've gone out to lunch, so she's met one of them. After they leave, a bunch of the other colleagues come out from like a side room yeah. and they're talking about this case that they've been working on with the secret ca- camera. Yeah. And they mention the name of the person they're trying to catch. And the person who met Eleanor's boyfriend is like, what was that name? And they were like, I can't even remember the I name. I can't even remember but the like, name. But she's like, that's my kid then. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> he was just here. He's Eleanor's boyfriend that yeah, she's yeah. so excited about. Yeah. And everyone, and so we're like, he's the crooked chiropractor. And I was like, oh, so it's, it's a chiropractor, like a chiropractor. We're after. Okay, I fine. don't know what he's done, but yeah. he's crooked. Yeah, and, and, we're, and then we're like, I was, I have a note that was like, no, the boyfriend is crooked. Yeah, no. exactly. And they're like, not just dating. She's falling in love with him. Swipe cut. Yeah. Then there's a swipe cut, yeah. To the opposing counsel crossing Dr. Peters, uh, cross-examining him on the stand. And he is questioning the doctor. And they ask this question a few times. Like, do you think she could have faked this? In, yeah, being in a thing? Yeah. And every time they've asked this, and I know they asked this in the Annie McBeal episode as well, the doctor's answer has always been... Well, I think I would know if she was faking. And it's I'm like, really hard and to I, fake. And yeah. I was like, that feels like a wishy-washy like evidence to be like, yeah. well, I would just know if she was yeah, faking. So, I'm, and I'm saying that she wasn't, so I'm, there you go. I'm a doctor, so... I was like, how? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, I just think that's a bit flimsy. Yeah, no one evidence. ever says why it's hard to, yeah. to spot a fake, yeah. But then he gets into and draws out of Dr. Peters that she was having trouble in her marriage um, yes. at the time. And But Dr. Peters says but she was never angry towards him. She just felt a huge amount of guilt. And he was implying that it was guilt from the memories of being Lizzie Borden. Yes. Um, and then the um, opposing counsel goes, are you sure it was from that? Or could it be from anything else? Like infidelity. And uh, the doctor's like, well, no, she would have told me if she was being in, in, in you know, if she was having an affair. Yeah. Um, and he was like, well, would she though, if you didn't need, you didn't need to know, like, because you were the person that she was having an affair with. Da, 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 da. Yeah. And he's like, huh? and, and he's then like, he's like, do you recognise this woman? woman? <laughs> and then this woman like stands old up. Old lady stands up from the gallery of like the, the courtroom. And she used to apparently an she was like she was an assistant that yeah, must have known about this affair and tipped off have the seen. That side. Yeah. And then Bobby stands up and goes, Objection! This is an unfair surprise. <laughs> <laughs> and we we both paused just to laugh at that moment because I was like is that a legal term? That like, is not a legal term, and there is a legal term for that for introducing new evidence yeah. that, that has not been supplied to both sides. I mean, I hate surprises at the best of times, but <laughs> unfair ones really take the biscuit. <laughs> it was just like the way it was like zoomed in on his face. Unfair surprise. <laughs> um, yeah, but basically, the scene ends with them being like. Did you have you have you been having sexual relations with that woman? Is that more yeah. than a hint of the Bill Clinton about this? Exactly, and the doctor's like, yes. And then Marie just looks really and embarrassed. Everyone is scandalised, like all of like Ali and Billy. Yeah, because like, they didn't have no knew any inkling of this. Of this. And yeah. Marie's like got her hands over her head, like, oh god. And yes. then she asks, "Are you in love with her?" And he says, um, "The doctor says, well, I could be.'" which I feel like is a non-committal thing to say yeah. for a murder trial. I feel like you have to be like, like all in or not. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> really it worth you? interrogated my feelings about this, but perhaps. 
Yeah, so that's like shocker number one. Exactly, yeah. Um, so then we have like this smash cut to the door, because let's not forget this is a really high profile case because it's a homicide, she's wealthy, white woman, like it's yes. like a lot of public interest in it. So there's a smash cut to the door's bursting open from, from the courtroom. courtroom and they're like all the lawyers are like met with like cameras and like, this is not what Cajun for yes to no not at all <laughs> and um Bobby sort of goes um he sort of pulls the doctor like everyone goes into like their side room yeah and Bobby goes absolutely nuts yeah. at the doctor everyone is mad at the doctor yeah <laughs> and Annie's like all right all right like trying to calm everyone down and the doctor was like I didn't tell anyone because I honestly didn't think anyone knew I didn't think anyone knew, so I was like, what is the point? And also, it doesn't take away from the fact that everything I said was true. Yeah, he claims that everything he said is still true, and that this isn't, like, a conspiracy Yeah, exactly, so what's the problem? Like, it shouldn't be an issue, and Bobby, like, Bobby says, well, it is an issue, because it could be seen that you're trying to, like, save her, and... Um, and then the doctor makes the point that, well, I didn't even want to testify in the first place. So that, how can that be true? Like, yeah. you know, I didn't even want to be there and you forced me to do it. So how could I be just wanting to save her? But it's that thing, isn't it? Of like, well, the well, jury, jury is not going to exactly. know, is it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, stupid doctor. Anyway, <laughs> so then we're at another um, scene a bit later at night and they're in, I don't know where they are. They're in like a place with lots of like, I don't know if this is at, it's not Cajun fish. It must be at the practice somewhere. Uh, but it seems like more fancy because there's like a leather Chesterfield sofa and loads of books and Eugene like lies down on the arm of the sofa. Oh, okay, I don't um, know then. I don't know. I, I'm not sure where they are but it's late at night. It's dark outside and they're kind of Eugene, Bobby and Ali are like discussing what's yeah. happened and, and they're Bobby's saying well, do you think uh, they're like un- Bobby's definitely untrustworthy of the doctor now. He's like, yeah, they're all think? actually like, what has actually happened here? Does has the doctor hypnotized Marie into killing her husband? Yeah, and so he's got like, something to do with it. Yeah, and Ali's like, no, that's impossible. You can't make someone do something they wouldn't. You can't do hypnotize someone, someone into to do something yeah. that they think is repulsive. Exactly, but she's and looked into it. Yeah, <laughs> and and uh, but apparently it's true. Like that, that is a true thing. Yeah, you I'm not saying she didn't look into it. <laughs> I was just saying, just just for the record, that 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 is that is apparently true. Yeah, about yeah, yeah. So, um, but they like suggest maybe they did it together. And Bobby, this makes me laugh. Bobby's like, yeah, but she passed a lie detector test con- conclusively. And I'm just like, <laughs> what is this, Jeremy I'm Kyle? I'm just like, <laughs> lie detector tests are like terrible like they are so not worth the paper they're written on yeah i find them odd that they're admissible as evidence i don't think they are anymore Ah, i don't think they are but they were very popular in the days of jerry springer which is like this is like prime in 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 like the legal world they're not admissible in court but they will use your willingness to take one or not as kind of some kind of indication of something like if you've refused to do one yeah then that doesn't look good well well anyway so then they kind of come to the conclusion well it basically doesn't change the defense because our theory is still um, and then Eugene finishes the sentence by going Lizzie and Ali's like well I keep hearing about how good you guys are so pull this one out of the bag yeah, you know like, like, maybe ridiculous but you guys are meant to be the best so yeah. get on with it yeah. like so then we have a back with the like Eleanor thing and it's like the next day yeah she comes in the office and the entire like uh, staff have decided that they have to tell her that her boyfriend's like this crooked, crooked chiropractor. Uh, chiropractor. So she comes in, like all happy, and they're like, huh, so uh, about this boyfriend of yours, yeah. uh, I'm really sorry, but he's, he's the this? crooked chiropractor. Yeah. And she's, and, and then there's just like this pause, and I wrote, like, oh dear, like her, her face just looks like. I've got a note here that says, Eleanor is a poor, sad, fat woman being used by a bad man. <laughs> woman thinking she could have a nice boyfriend like of course it's all a ruse to get close to his case like being uh you know what I mean yeah you know I I mean it's one of those things where it's like 
that's just a snap judgment I am making. I don't know because I don't see how this ends because they yeah. don't wrap this up but in they, this episode. No. But, but she tries to cover over her like sadness by being like, oh, men, like, no biggie. Like, just an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, uh, but you can tell that she's like upset yes. um, about yeah. it. So, so then we have like a, I guess a montage of Billy bringing like three experts back to back to verify the fact that past Past lives are a thing. thing. And that's basically the point of that scene. Yeah. So they're not just relying, because I guess... one doctor. Well, a doctor that's just been discredited because he's got a vested interest in the case. So they're like, quick, let's get all the past life experts (laughs) to prove that it is a thing. And that when he said that, that was definitely true. And it's not just him that thinks that. Yeah. So they're like, quick. And then there's like, man's like, yeah, past lives. Yeah, past lives. Oh, past lives are definitely a thing. And then there's a woman like, yep, past lives. All about past lives. <laughs> past lives, because they're, they're a thing, you know, they're definitely a thing. So they really hammered that point home. And just get one extra expert, they got three. Yes, yes, yes. So. Um, and then we're back at Cajun Fish with this mock jury that yes. Billy, was, Billy suggested setting up at the end of yes. Annie's episode. Yeah. And the mock jury are clearly not very impressed by the whole past life theory. No, Eugene and Billy are like questioning them about how it's going. I guess they're getting a feed of the proceedings. I don't know, how can that be allowed? I, I, if it's an open court... Yeah, you, you are you allowed could. to... Yeah, yeah, no, it's rare for things to be... Even in this country, it's rare for things to be close. We don't, yeah. we don't televise, no. but anyone is allowed to go to in go and view to a courtroom yeah, yeah, to view that's it. That's true. So that's the yeah. point of like transparency of justice. Of law, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, but so they must be getting some kind of feed, and because yes. Eugene and Billy have gone in to check on them, and they're being held at Cajun Fitz because like, Fish, because I guess it's a nicer room than at the practice. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, and they're like they basically aren't buying this whole uh, Lizzie Borden thing and one of them goes maybe she thought she was OJ Simpson and everyone's like and we were like wow guys A that's stupid because OJ Simpson is Is not dead dead. (laughs) and B I just hate there there was this real trend in the late 90s or like I don't think it was that long after the OJ Simpson thing happened like it was such an open secret that he did it but basically got away with it that it was like became this punchline to so many jokes in popular culture so many jokes in popular culture that I can remember before I was even that aware of the case itself and having educated myself on the case and what happened I'm like Two people died. Horrific deaths. And it's a joke to everyone. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, I just no, find that really sticks, tasteless. In, my, sticks yeah. in my throat really when I hear tasteless. that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, uh, aside from that, then uh, they go on to how they feel about the, uh, the testimony from Dr. Peters, and they find out from the mock jury that they feel like that isn't credible because basically he's just saying whatever because he loves her. Yeah. So they're like, great. Yeah. And then once someone, one of the other jurors goes, yeah, once one doctor gives an opinion, none of the others are going to contradict it. They're worse than lawyers. <laughs> and Eugene and well, Billy are just like, Huh? Right. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> me in my own place of work. <laughs> so, yeah. So then we have a new scene. Yes. And then we're with uh, Marie in, like, I don't know where they are. Ali and Bobby are yeah. meeting her. Yeah. And she's basically saying, I'm not going to plead guilty to a murder I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah. Because Ali's, like, telling her that, like, the mock jury is shit's not just going not down falling well. for it at um, all. Yeah. Like, maybe we'd have a better chance if you Ple- just played, pled guilty. Yeah. It could um, get you better and, deal. And she was like, I can't remember. How can I plead? I can't in all consciousness, be guilty to something I don't remember doing. remember doing. And then she asks them if she can testify because she's like, if I can get them to believe that I blacked out and I do not remember anything, then they have to find me insane. They have to find find yes. me, like, through, let me off through insanity. Yes. Um, because they can't, therefore... It's reasonable doubt. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, so then Ali thinks that... Marie is, like, using her doctor, like, pretending yes. to be in love with him. She's discussing this with Bobby, like, yeah. after they've met with her. And, like, and she, and then she has this really judgy moment where she's like, I mean, do you really believe that she'd fall in love with Doctor someone like Dr. Peters? And I'm like, again with the judgy. Like, yeah, she was like this I... a, a few episodes back on, uh, she's done, she's got form in this area, yes, basically, yes. from what we've seen of her on Ali McBeal. Like, why is that, but... 
I don't. He's not like repulsive looking. No. Like, what? He's, what? He's fine. What's so far fetched? <laughs> he's like really average. It's okay. <laughs> like, you know, he might be a really she's nice like, guy. She's like, really? This Joe Schmo? <laughs> like, I don't buy it. It's like um, average looking people fall in love with lots of that like, like you know what i mean it's like just it's just such a stupid judgment to make yeah well yeah and then the next thing we have is eleanor um saying that she wants to tell the boyfriend that he's about to be like set up she's confiding in one of her colleagues being like oh, yeah. i'm gonna tell him and the colleague is like no why would you can't do that like then you've ruined our like she's like basically no don't do it and like, then, then she admits that she slept with him the night, the night before, before. Um, and then there's like lots of piano music, lots and of tears, in, tears eyes. in eyes, and like she's just been Robbing really hurt back. by this. Yeah. yeah. Um, so sad times for her. Yeah. <laughs> and then we come back to the courtroom again, and Marie is taking the stand. So they've obviously yes. agreed to her testifying. Yeah. Um, and she basically explains that she remembers looking for a cat that she doesn't have. Yeah. And she had been anxious all day, mm. like been really like shaky. And she tried calling her, she'd been to see Dr. Peters. She'd also tried calling her husband, but he wasn't around. Mm. Um, and yeah, and then she just remembers going to bed and then waking up covered mm. in blood. Mm. Um, and she, and then they questioned her about the affair and she was like, the affair had nothing to do with it. Um, and they're asking like, well, what? Why did you fall in love with your, you know, psychiatrist? And he, she's like, well, he's the only one who kind of understood or sympathised. Yes. And so I can understand that yeah, that would make absolutely. you develop feelings for someone. Absolutely. Yeah. And then they ask, you know, did you? That the explicit question: Did you knowingly kill your husband? husband? And she's like, she's no, no, definitely not. Then we cut back to like the they're having another like meeting, the team are having a meeting, and someone, I can't remember which one of them says it, but basically the mock jury aren't buying it yeah. at all. And the um and then Eugene like bursts in and being like, I've been talking with the Lizzie Borden Society up in River Falls. Oh yes. <laughs> and he's like, and she had a cat. That they ha- they're saying that Lizzie had a cat. Yeah. And everyone's like, it's too late for that, Eugene. <laughs> Forget <laughs> the Lizzie thing. <laughs> Then, Let it go, Eugene. <laughs> and then, given he was so anti the Lizzie Broadway I know, thing, I know. He's suddenly like, he's best like, buddies. Guys, like do a- you know she had a cat? <laughs> like, this changes everything. <laughs> well, then, Eugene and Bobby have this conversation in front of everyone where they're like, well, it's time for Audible. And, like, Ali's like, what's Audible? And they never really explain what Audible is. But... Basically, they say they're going to put the doctor back on the stand. Audible is where he's the... Is the Podcast um, uh, network. Yeah. yeah. I don't think they mean that, though. <laughs> um, they're going to put... That's the doctor as a podcast. Now, but they're going to put... <laughs> Time to bring in the podcast. <laughs> yeah. So the, they decide they need to put the doctor back on, up, up on the stand. And Annie is like really for it because she's like, he's sympathetic in a way that the, to the jury, in a way that Marie is not coming yeah. across. But then Bobby's like, well, he's a hostile witness. Like if he decides to like be difficult, it could make things worse for us. But it's a risk that we should take. Mm. So they've asked Ali to go and talk the doctor into taking the stand again because obviously it was hard enough the first time. Getting him to do it the first time. So the next thing we have is Ali doing exactly that and he comes back being like, no, I don't want to do it. Like, my, I have two kids. Like, they watch the news. I don't want them, mm. you know... Um, and she's like, but we've had other past life experts. Like, I was like, yeah, like the whole town's worth of experts. <laughs> but making that credible. So you haven't got to worry about that anymore. But we do have to like rehabilitate your your testimony. Yeah, as because, it were. because although they can use those other experts to say that past lives are a thing, he's the only one who can say what happened to Marie. Because yeah, because he was treating, treating her. her. Yeah. So they're like, we need you. So, yeah, so then the next scene, we have Eleanor with her boyfriend. They've obviously, like, had some kind of date. And they're saying goodbye for the night. And she's clearly really quiet. sort of offish with him, and he's noticed. Um, But it's a bit horrible. She's having to continue to date someone that she thinks... You know, is 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 dodgy. Yeah, and I don't understand why she's having to continue to date. I him, know because like, surely you, you not could just turn around and go, him. 
Okay. Um, I'm not feeling it anymore. Yeah. Sorry, I slept with you. It was a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't understand why she has to like keep the status quo yeah, until they've done their thing. Yeah. Like I don't. I don't know. It was weird. Like, I mean, maybe because I think, I think they think he has. He's only dating Eleanor to get close to the investigation. Um, Does he know that they're doing the investigation? I, I don't know. Because surely then, why would he risk coming up to the office where they could, like, recognise him like they did? Yeah, I don't know. I it's don't know. really... I don't... Well, this is the I thing. feel like we're missing a lot of context. Missing a lot, yeah. Yeah. And this is... Anyway, yeah, anyway. she's sad because she's having to, like, still deal with him. and oh, Having this hollow relationship yeah. with um, this guy. Yes. Then we are back at the practice and mm -hmm. it's the next day and Eugene and Bobby are complaining because Cajun, the people from Cajun Fish are late again but they're like <laughs> ready to go and uh, eventually Ali and Billy like show up and Peters is and they agree that Peters is set as in they've primed they've got they've primed him the doctor, to go yeah, ready to go witness so and they've agreed that Eugene is going to be the one to like question him yes I think Billy says, shall I take him? And they're like, no, Eugene will. Yeah. And then this member of the practice firm who uh, we find out her name is Helen, but I didn't know it when I first started no. writing this note. But basically she starts just staring at Ali's skirt. Yeah. Um, and Ali's like, uh, hello, like... I'm here, I'm up here. <laughs> Eyes up. <laughs> um, and they just have this weird, like, bitchy moment really about catty Ali's skirt. Just fucking rude. And I know Ali's skirt was like a topic of like the zeitgeist conversation yeah. at that point but I just felt like an odd I didn't enjoy this like oh well obviously a new woman in the mix it's gonna everyone's gonna feel threatened and be shitty to each other yeah yeah like, exactly I'm like no that's not how no, women operate no it's, a it's default. not no it really isn't and actually you know say what you want about Ali's skirts she looks great in them. Well, yes. Yeah, so and usually what happens when women see other women look good, they tell them they look good. Yeah. You know, are you, like, you get compliments from women. Yeah, because this, I can't remember the exact words, but basically Helen's like, oh, I'm just looking at your skirt because I've been looking for one like that. And as Ali, short as that, yeah, I think is what she and says. I can't, and Ali's like, oh. And I can't find one anywhere or something. And Ali's like, oh, well, um, you wouldn't because they're not in yet, but they will be coming back in. And she's like, well, how can you be so sure? And Ali's like because I'm wearing one yeah and it's just like what is this yeah like it's just so un like oh cat fight <laughs> it's just so I just didn't buy um, that as a conversation it didn't yeah, ring true it didn't in at all. no yeah so big thumbs down yeah so then the doctor is on the stand and Eugene is questioning him and um, again he's asking about whether she could be faking it and the doctor's like no I would have been able to see if she's faking it and then he's then Eugene starts on a different tack he says well, what about um, is it possible if hypothetically she could have been told by someone under hypnosis about the Lizzie Borden stuff, is it possible that hypothetically that stuff can be planted in her under hypnosis and she could wake up believing it to be true true, and then spout it in future hypnosis? And before he gets too far with that question, the doctor's already like jumpy because he's like, I didn't do that. Like before yeah. he even yeah. asked whether he'd done that. Yeah. And then he's like, no, 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 but hypothetically. And, he, and like throughout this entire line of questioning, the doctor's like, but I didn't, but I didn't do that. And he's like, but is it possible yeah. for that to happen? During this question, Ali and Billy are both like, huh? What? Like we Weren't aren't aware of this, this. like yeah. what's happening. But then Eugene goes on and he says, where were you? That, that day. evening, yeah, because you prescribed a full milligram of Xanax to her, yeah, and then he goes on to say, like, to that dosage would have would knocked, knocked her, her out. out. I put to you that you loved her, you planted the stuff about Lizzie Borden to her under hypnosis, and then you killed her husband. You know, she didn't need, like, she didn't have any motive, like, she could have divorced her husband fine if she wants to get out yes, of the marriage because she, she was money. the one with the money yeah you were the only one with the motive and you not only were you in love with her but your practice was failing you yeah. needed money yeah exactly she had it you knocked her out with the Xanax and you said and, and, it and, and he was like so where were you that day and he was like i was at home and he said can anyone vouch Confirm for that, that and he yeah. was like no he doesn't have it and i've just got drama because <laughs> <laughs> all of this like just comes out of nowhere yeah he's suddenly like 
theory. Now, I got a theory. And now, <laughs> I guess, is this the audible thing that they were referring to? I have no to? idea. I don't know. Who knows? But clearly this is why they wanted Eugene to question. do their questions. So yeah, and there's this really dramatic music as well. So yeah. It's a miserable drama. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so again, the next scene, they exit to this, like, flurry of media, like, attaching. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Billy's like, I'm gonna go and take the pulse of the mock jurors. Like, he, like, He's zooms like, off. That's his stage left. pet project yeah. is the mock jurors. And then Ali asks if she can speak to Bobby, like, in private. So they duck into a side room, and she's like... She's really, she's really angry with Bobby, because yeah. she actually gets that. She's like, do you actually think he did it? And he ducks and, and, that question like quite yeah. a few times. And she's like, no, mad. no, answer the question. Do you think he did it? And he's like, no. And she's like, so you've not only ruined his career, like you've, he's got kids. Like, yeah. She's just pissed that she's att- he's attacked him in open court after all the work she did to like persuade him yeah. to come on and yeah. be nice to him. Yeah. He's just gone and fucked that over. Yeah. Um, and he's like, well, I needed to get reasonable doubt out there. You know, that's all the jury need to like Is find the, her not the guilty. Seed of yeah. kind of all oh, someone else. And Ali's done like, this. you're disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. he says, Well, murder is ugly. You guys didn't want to get your hands dirty. That's why you gave it to us. And Ali's like, stop acting like you're high and mighty. Like you act like you look down on us, but actually you're more awful. Like yeah. They just, like, yeah. they're morally opposed yes. to the coming at the law yes. from different directions. Completely. Clearly. Yeah, because she's saying, well, what you've introduced is a lie into yeah. court. Like, yeah. that's not a proper, like, that, where was your evidence for yeah. any of this? Like, like, we may be, like, little league, but we're not, like, fucking liars and yeah. life ruiners. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so then the next scene is basically they manage to catch Eleanor's boyfriend red-handed being crooked because basically he's advising one of the undercover lawyers. Mm, um, with a camera on yeah, yeah, on how to speak to an insurance doctor, investigator for an insurance claim, to best make them find in favour of her about an injury she supposedly has. So he's like, oh, don't say you've got a dull ache because that goes away. Always talk about shooting pains. And he's basically helping her commit fraud. Right, insurance fraud, Whereas health insurance she fraud. Doesn't, she, he doesn't know that she's undercover, so yeah. she's not actually going to do it. But basically yeah. they've got him now on camera from yeah. that meeting giving that kind of fraudulent yeah. like advice on how to commit fraud. Yeah, um, yeah. Which is obviously... Not good. But no. Eleanor sees this because she's obviously watching the feed. Yeah. And she's like, oh God, I thought he was a nice guy, but he isn't. I mean, uh, uh, anyway, I don't know enough about the <laughs> American healthcare system. Yes. I just know it's all crooked anyway. Yes. So, um, is so, he really the bad guy in this situation? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Let's ask someone else. Uh, is there a practice podcast? I don't know. I don't know. Um, anyway. So, next, we have a, a, the final, um, so Bobby's doing his final closing. Yeah, so he's doing a closing to the jury and he's he's going into full swing about their theory around the doctor killing the husband. And you know, we don't know for sure that Marie didn't do it. Yes. And, then and that in point... the middle of him doing this, we see in the kind of gallery section, yeah. the doctor just rises up really slowly. It's almost like, you know, like the Terminator. Yeah. Like, really, like, robotic. Yes. He, like, stands up. And there's, like, really dramatic music. Like, the music's something yes. like... And the judge is going, sit down. You need to sit down. Or I'll get the bailiffs. You Dr. Peter, sit down. Sit down. Sit down. I won't tell you again. Sit, Sit down. down. <laughs> and like, the music goes up and up. And, and this guy, because we mentioned this in the Ali episode, but he's played the... Um, Assassin in Buffy. Yeah. The who bug man. becomes in yeah. like, loads of bugs. And I have to say, I forget the name of the actor now, but he does creepy really well. Yeah, like so well. half of me was convinced he's about to dissolve into loads bugs. of bugs. <laughs> stock still really then the camera goes down to his hand which is obscured by the bench I think he has it in his pocket doesn't he no there's the bench it stops at the bench and then his hand comes up and he's got a freaking gun (laughs) and I was like oh my god oh my god and everyone's like Shriek. Yeah. And then he lifts the gun. Not only is it the gunner shock, but then he lifts it up to his own temple. Yes. And then there's like a zoom like, in on, on Bobby. Bobby going, 
No! <laughs> Which was freaking hilarious. And then he shoots himself. And everyone, everyone is, is like screaming, shocked, shocked like lots of reaction lots shots of reaction people shots. being Everyone's upset. Shocked. And I've noticed particularly Eugene doesn't just look shocked, he looks really traumatised yes. about what he's just seen. Yes. Like he's got a particular look on his face. Yes. It's like not just like, oh god, this is awful, but yeah. I am really like, I don't know if I'll like shell shock yes like yes. really bad yeah so i, I mean, mean we, we both turned to like, each other and we're like what the fuck we both were like well you don't get this on anyway <laughs> <laughs> also who saw this whole doctor thing coming i know i know it's crazy i couldn't believe it i know i, I was like it. i thought this was supposed to be like the more serious show i was like this seems more ridiculous than anything it's mental. that happens in ali mcbeal and i just can't believe i mean we can go into this a bit later but i just can't believe in the next episode of ali I mean, no I've one mentioned it I've, I've not watched it so maybe they do and no, we're eating no, our words no i don't think they do ali and billy have just witnessed something truly horrific, horrific and yet the next episode they're like so Hi. elaine when are we singing at the bar again you know what i mean like i mean like I'm just like, I'm sorry, you've just like basically witnessed, like, you've witnessed like someone blow their brains out. <sighs> like, like you don't just get over that in a no, week. No, you need like a couple of weeks off and recover a bit. Like, That's awful. Fucking hell. Anyway. Yeah, so the aftermath of this is that everyone obviously has to exit the courtroom and yes. Billy and Ali are watching like, I guess the police and people clear out. Yeah. Eugene comes out to check if they're okay and he tells them that <laughs> they called a mistrial, so they have to do it all over again. And like they're like, oh my god, I can't believe can't it. Can't do this again. Um, and then Billy, and then Eugene gets to walk off, and Billy asks if he's okay, and he just goes no and walks off. I know. And I, I was just was like, really oh god. I was just like, yeah. yeah. Everyone is like, yeah. The fact that he's turning around, and going like, because that's the thing. Is like Ali at first is like, yeah, I'm, I'm okay. And then the fact that Eugene, like this big black guy, turns around and is like, "No, I'm not okay," because I'm really how could I be? Yeah, yeah, like <laughs> I mean, he was the closest as well to that happening, if mm. you notice, like in yeah. terms of proximity. So. Yeah, not great. Yeah. Anyway, then we have like a little Billy Alley scene, which I'm sure was designed to like draw the practice viewers into who hadn't watched Alley into being like, oh, so there's something between these Billy and Alley people, are there? Mm. Yeah, because yeah. Alley's like turning around to Billy and being like, is this how you thought it would be, Billy? Playing this low? I'm not going to apologise for not being up for this criminal law. It's not my world. And, and I they... don't want to. <laughs> yeah, and it's like they end up. And hugging. then she says, that doesn't make me less than yeah which is a kind of a carryover of a sort of conversation, conversation they've been yeah. having since since the beginning of the ali episode yeah yeah but um and it's interesting because we were saying in ali like billy was super psyched to be getting this like big boy case yes yeah and i and we were at the time saying well if you're so into like you're so embarrassed by cajun fish and yes. the sort of cases they take and you really want to be doing this stuff why don't you just bloody leave go and well, do that maybe this is why he didn't yeah that's true yeah, he was yeah, like yeah. actually I don't want to watch people Actually. blowing their brains out. That's a bit real. Um, so, you know, yeah. maybe that's why. Yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, but basically, yeah, they ended up hugging and I just had a note that was like, ugh. But mm. I know why they did that because, I mean, they had to show something interesting to want to hook in people to carry on watching Ali, Ali I suppose. Yeah, I don't think it... And also, yeah. I feel, if you feel like... I mean, I get it in that they would comfort each other for going through something like that. But if you think about the timeline of Billy and Ali's narratives on Ali McBeal which the practice wouldn't if you'd only been watching the practice you wouldn't have any idea about mm. like they've been keeping their distance the mm. last couple of episodes because of the whole Georgia being like you guys need to stop this shit yeah um, yeah and so I'll get a room yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so it, for me it felt a bit odd that they would just automatically be in each other's arms on the one hand but on the other hand I was like I guess you just want a hug after yeah yeah happened. so it yeah. was kind of like I don't know, it was, it, I don't know, I just yeah. I wasn't sure how I felt about those things. <laughs> so, okay. yeah, so then we have a new scene and the rest of the practice people, apart from Bobby and Eugene, are in their office and they've heard the news about yes. what's happened and they're like, oh God, is everyone okay? And one of them goes off to like, check on Bobby because yeah. he's not okay. And then someone runs in going, your boyfriend Eleanor, he's coming up here and like... 
the people who are undercover were like, oh shit, oh, shit. we can't be seen this. Side like, running to hide. And he like... Hide under table. <laughs> yeah. He like comes in with this big bunch of flowers. Yeah. And it looks like she's almost going to push him away and tell him that's it. But then he asks her to go to dinner and she agrees. And at this point I was like, I thought, why aren't you dumping him? Yeah. Like, why is this happening? Yeah. At what point, like, you've got your video, like, what more... Like, yeah, just wind it up yeah I, I didn't understand that and we don't get a resolution to no that no episode. and to be honest i can't say i'm enthralled enough to no. continue watching yeah. the practice just for just eleanor's storyline yeah and then we have the final oh, scene yeah. of this episode so ali finds bobby in the empty courtroom at night at night and like he apologizes to to ali yeah and ali turns around and says that she's heard from the police yeah and says that the doctor actually did do it yes police found traces of the husband's blood in his car and he left a note. In case you, that wasn't in enough. Case that wasn't enough evidence. <laughs> he definitely yeah. left a note. And then kind of Ali apologised. And Marie didn't know anything and about it. And Marie didn't it. know anything yeah. about it. Yeah. So Ali apologises for what she said, I guess, when yeah. she called him disgusting. <laughs> yeah. And uh, she asks Bobby if he's okay. And he just looks very, very upset. I mean, they both just... The, the scene ends. It's like a slow pan out and fade to black. They both are just sat there, like, in shock slash trauma about yeah. what's happened. Um, and then that's the end, that's of, the the end of the episode. So we were going to do a retrial when we finally figured out what the trial was going to be. But there's, like, no need now. Yeah, like, we've had... Ali's, like, wrapped it up in one sentence. Yeah, exactly. He, the doctor did it. In an off-camera conversation with the policeman. Dr. Bug did it. These are these, like, extra evidence that we hadn't found until now. Uh, like, oh, yeah. by the way, he did it. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, so that's that. That whoa. was the practice. And then it came up being, like, the practice. Yeah. I, yeah. That's, yeah. That's that the end of that. I was, like... And we both turned to each other and was like, this did not go where we thought it was going to go. I really didn't, I thought it was going to be like, uh, I don't know, like what's a better analogy? Like, have you watched any of The Good Wife? Um, I've seen a few episodes, I didn't really get into it. It's really good, like, I mean, I've not watched it all, so I'm not here for any spoilers. Like, mm. I'm only halfway through series three, season three, I think. But it's like a serious mm. law drama yeah there's some semi-humorous moments but it's not like Ali like no stupid. no um it's um and it's really very good but um I thought it'd be like that but it came across as you say like a lot more cheesy a lot more like melodramatic type yeah. vibe and like it, it everything had to be like wrapped up with a nice neat little bow yeah, at the end it just like, it just reminded me of diagnosis murder <laughs> yeah. that's what it just reminded me <laughs> Half expected Dick Van Dyke to get on the stand. To be the crooked chiropractor. (laughs) Or talk about past lives. (laughs) Yeah. um, So, yeah, it was... I can't say it was... I actually... I'm not sure if I think that it worked as a crossover. Yeah. Like, I don't think... If I didn't already like Ali McBeal and was hooked into Ali McBeal, I wouldn't have been that interested in watching the practice. I probably would have watched this episode if it was on straight yes. after just to see how the story ended. Yes. But I wouldn't be interested in watching the practice. No. And if I'd been a practice viewer, watching that episode of Ali McBeal from wouldn't entice would, me was to go see bonkers. Ali. Like it was literally like, what the hell is this? Yeah. Like it was they threw everything in yeah. the pot. And, like, sometimes you just have to be a bit choosy with your ingredients. Yes, yeah, completely. But I just think, like, it's funny, like I say, because I think, although Ali's world is ridiculous and kooky, like, nothing as ridiculous as what happened in that episode of The Practice has ever happened in Ali. No, I was surprised the judge didn't stand up and be like, and I was having a lesbian affair with her! (laughs) Like, that would have been, like, the cherry on the cake. It was just, like, really strange because it was like we're trying to be serious. more serious and it's like but you're you're not and actually as a result of you trying to make this more serious you look more ridiculous yeah, as a result exactly like because like this I'd is ridiculous. much rather watch something like Ali that knows it's ridiculous yes. and it's meant to be ridiculous yeah it's self aware about it's yeah. ridiculousness rather than something like this that it's like no 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 we're serious we're like 
urban Boston. Yeah. The practice. Yeah. Like, uh, for sure. yeah, yeah, just like, we're tough and we take on the rough, tough cases and yeah. that guy's it brought felt, a gun into court. It felt like a, no! it felt like a spoof. <laughs> like, it was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, completely, completely. It was, it was very, very strange. strange. I mean, just that decision to have Bobby yell, no. And like that zoom in yeah, on Yeah, I mean, that was hysterical. No! <laughs> I feel like I need to make a gif of that now. Oh my god, do it! No! Do it! Do it! I, oh my god, I would, yeah, I would love that. I'll do that. Get a gif of him going, no! Exactly. So, so there you have it. Great. But that was great fun though. I'm glad we finally found yes. out what happened. And yes. I did not, it was not what I thought it would no. be. No, no, at, at all. I did not see that doctor thing coming. Uh, yeah, that came right out of the blue. But so, yeah. great stuff. But I am looking forward to getting back to Annie McBeal next week. Um, So yeah, so if you never saw this episode and you enjoyed uh, us doing the investigative work so that you didn't have to, (laughs) that is great. Let us know whether you saw that coming on Twitter at Bygones Podcast or uh, Facebook search for Bygones Podcast or Instagram at Bygones Pod. Or you can email us bygonespodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. and we want to know all your thoughts on the practice because we have a lot <laughs> and also if you watched the practice back in the day tell us what happened like yeah. what happened with Eleanor yeah what happened with me yeah <laughs> uh, but yeah I guess I guess that's it for our yeah. dabble in the practice yeah um, so until uh, next week when we will be back to your regular scheduled programming yes uh, bye bye guys. Guys.